Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today I am here with Jean Andrus. Again, welcome, Jean. Hi, Cassie. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am fantastic. Good. Uh, Remind people how you add awesome to the world. I help women who are struggling with menopause tame their symptoms so that they can feel like themselves again. I am the menopause guru. I love it. You can find her at menopause.guru. So today we're going to, we have a couple of things on the agenda and one of them, we're going to talk a little bit about fear and sort of (laughs) this, I think the evolution and the illusion, both of fear itself, but also like that it ever goes away. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should start there. So and I, I want to say before we get into this, I think it's an important topic to talk about when we talk about growing because manifesting is awesome and talking about, oh, I got this thousand or I found this penny or I got this hundred thousand is all awesome. And I think we got to talk about the fact that there's sometimes fear involved with that awesomeness. There sure is. And, you know, as we were talking just a few minutes ago and trying to sort of develop what we wanted to talk about today... Uh, it started triggering back to what, where I started in this business um, about 10 years ago. And what I really, there was this part of me that wanted to take women out into the wilderness and do things that scared the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to go, I, I actually at one point had a, a year long program that was, that I had kind of developed and never, never got anybody to buy into. Maybe they were just too scared, but where, which would go from uh, things that were mildly terrifying to things that were absolutely terrifying. And, um, And I saw such a value in fear and such a value in being the person who could step up and step through fear. And it's kind of interesting that now it's coming back full circle, (laughs) biting me in the ass, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) If I can be a little crude today. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's very interesting. I want to hear you talk about, or if you would talk about that sort of fear of like what's in the wilderness versus the fear that you've experienced along your journey as you, um, as you have been moving into your future self and you've been growing into your future self. So being in the wilderness or being just outside or doing th- physical things and being scared is, I think, I think it's something that women don't do probably enough of. So um, when, when I went through my own evolution as a menopausal woman, part of what happened to me was I moved into an area where 
if I wanted to meet people that I got along with, I was going to have to go out and do the kinds of things that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that included kayaking whitewater rivers and climbing rocks and running on trails and mountain biking and a lot of stuff that was pretty it's pretty crazy for a woman to take up in her late 40s but not that i am unrecommending that so if you want to know more about that please get in touch because it's fun but it's a limited time of being scared mm-hmm. so you can you can ride down a trail and you can stand at the top and i think we talked about skiing the last time you can stand at the top of a hill and be either mountain biking down it or skiing down it or running straight down it or whatever. And once you start, you're started. And there's no way back. <laughs> kind yes. of gravity takes over and you, you kind of do it. And, um, and that, that teaches you that you're going to survive here. That teaches you that you're going to survive there. But when you're doing business stuff, the fear keeps coming back and it keeps coming back every time you move beyond. It's like, there's just continual Hills that you're standing (laughs) on top of. (laughs) And the problem is it's, you know, like the first time you're standing there on skis and the next time you're standing there in a rope, in a rope going rock rappelling. And the next time you're on a, in a kayak going down, down a really steep river. And the next time you're on a mountain bike and the next time you're free falling out of an airplane (laughs) and they're not the same. They're just, it's just that the, the things that you're doing are still moving you out beyond where you're comfortable. And I've spent a long time thinking about comfort zones and the fact that we don't grow in the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible to, to be totally comfortable and growing at the same time. So fear is going to be part of whatever it is that you do. And I think I, I think I had gotten comfortable. I think there were a lot of things that I, I had gotten comfortable with. Even some of the discomfort I had gotten comfortable with. And now I'm, I'm pushing out into a new space where um, I'm helping more people and I'm talking in more um, bigger environments and I'm working in places that are more exposed. And that's scary. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary. It's like being on that roller coaster and being on that mountain and being on, on all of the, in all of these things all at once. And to do that somehow, sometimes you're not even aware that you're scared. I think yesterday we had a conversation, a coaching conversation in which I didn't even realize that it was fear. I, I had just stopped and I was like totally scattered and totally unfocused. And it had been going on a few days. And I, as I told you at the at that point, I was ready to, I mean, I was like, how, how am I going to get out of this coaching call and admitting whatever is going on? And part of it was like, oh, maybe I'll just go and tell her I've got, got something to do maybe I'll just go and tell her something awesome and then take it. 
<laughs> I, mean, I had like half a dozen ways that I was going to duck this. And I took, it took a lot of courage. I said, I'm not okay. Things are, I'm, I'm spinning. I don't know why. I'm running away from what I have to do. And I'm, I'm just not getting anywhere. And we talked about it. And we found out where the fear was coming from. And it was a new, a new big step for me. Um, normally, it's, it's rare for me to actually make enough money in a month. It's becoming more common, but I had just paid myself and it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was a big paycheck for me and it was scary. And it was like, shouldn't I leave more of this in here to make sure that I have enough for this and that and the other thing? Or shouldn't I... Uh, shouldn't I do something different? Shouldn't this isn't okay? And and I was really a little nervous about it. So it was a weird place, and it was a matter of finding uh, finding the words to express it, and then finding the courage to hear that I could be okay. Yes, the courage to hear it. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. So I think I want to break this down a little bit more just so that our listeners get it. So you you talked a lot about how there's this fear that's go out sort of into nature and do something extreme. And I've used this example before. Like I, so I bungee jumped when I was 12. I asked, I thought for sure my mom. One thing I can't, I I don't Um, trust the gear. (laughs) And but it's like a moment. It's I know it's exactly what you're talking about, right? It's being at the top of a ski hill. It's like one jump, and once you do it, it's over. Right. right? But being an entrepreneur, you got to jump, and then there's another thing to jump or another ski hill to go down. And so that's sort of what you're saying. And then what you said is you're kind of explaining where this new fear. So you've come through a lot of fear mm-hmm. to get even to this point, right? Yeah. 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 So it's not, yeah, this isn't by any means the first time. And it's not even the first time around paying myself. It was right. just an extraordinarily good sized check that I, that I cut for myself and felt like, wow, this is, uh, you know, this is really where I want to be. This is the kind of check I want to be taking out of my business on a regular basis. This is, mm-hmm. this is my payday. And it's, then it sort of hit me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it wasn't just that you paid yourself. It was that you you said, I trust more is going to come in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you said, I have, oh, I could pay for such and such till the end of the year and everything would be good. Or you could choose to pay yourself and choose that more money was going to come in. Yeah. And that is a big, that's a big step into being this. <laughs> and everybody thinks that, and I get it. It's logical that that should be awesome and not scary, but it is scary because mm-hmm. we, you don't know how to be that person yet, right? The right. person who gets paid and the person who continually has money. Come Wait a minute. I used to be the person who got paid. So it's, it's, I mean, paychecks like this are not that unusual for me or they weren't, but th- this was paying myself. I think yes. I, I really want to Oh, I, yes, you're right. Like a hundred percent. Right. Like, yeah. cause I had it nailed where someone else could pay me too. Right. Yeah. That was, that was easy. And I was, re- got real good at manifesting more and more money that way. But what you're saying it is, it's the, 
the act of paying yourself, the act of trusting I'm in charge and there's going to be more coming in. And so I can pay myself and I can receive this for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit more about fear, but I want to highlight this for people. Um, So fear comes in fear basically is three behaviors, fight, flight, and freeze. Right. And so when we fight, we run, when we fight, we're standing there and we're fighting. When we're flighting, we're running away. And when we're freezing is the one that a lot of people leave out. We're not doing anything. That can also look like spinning, like <laughs> you said, right? So just so we can help people identify, because I think what you said, you didn't know it was actually you were stuck sort of in this fear cycle or fear place mm-hmm. of fear. You just knew, oh, I'm not getting anything done, right? What were the words that you were using to describe what was happening? I said I was sitting and spinning, actually. I think sitting I and spinning, yep, yeah. which, is, which is fear. So if you feel like, as a listener, like, oh, I'm just sitting and spinning, that's fear and that's freezing, right? You're not going anywhere. You're not fighting. You're not running away. But you're, you're, you're making yourself sit at the computer, but you're just you know, zinging from one thing to another, not getting anything done, right? <laughs> like it's getting hung up on a word. It's uh, all these things and not getting anything done, right? Right. It, it, I mean, it was a perfect week to not get anything done because there was so much going on on Facebook. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, right. It was like, oh, I can spend another 10 minutes writing a post that I'm going to erase about some political thing. Yeah. Well, and you've done all kinds of fear in the process, right? So it used to be flight. Like, I'm just not going to show up. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to run away. I'm not going to show up and face anything. Right. Right. Uh, I think you, you would agree you've done fight, which is when you sort of want to argue about, and you haven't done this in a very long time. Right. But we've talked about this in past interviews. Um, If you find yourself as a listener arguing with your coach, you might be in a fear response of fight, (laughs) right? Because that's what it is, right? And then there's this spinning, which looks like not getting anything done because you're not wanting to move forward. You're just freezing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other behaviors that you think are fear that would help somebody listening? I'm trying to think of mine. Okay, so honestly, there is a there's a whole nother set of fear behavior fear behaviors that women tend to do more than men, mm-hmm. and I I talk about this in in a couple of my books, and uh, I always, almost always talk about it with my with my clients. But women have a tendency to do a behavior called pretend and befriend. So if you find yourself nesting or I've got to clean up the entire house or possibly the entire neighborhood, depending on how radical you, you get in with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've got to take care of all, and maybe I need to go to the shelter and adopt four bottle feed kittens so that I have to bottle feed kittens every three hours. And if you find yourself building like this, this web of girlfriends that you're going to ask every single piece of your business too. Those are also fear behaviors as well. Absolutely. You know, when, when you, when you can't, when you, um, when you have to talk to everybody and then my uh, course for me, paralysis by analysis, I have to take everything apart and look at every angle and well, maybe this one's better than me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So those, your, um, 
yeah, your example was helpful. That makes a lot of sense because there was a decision you made. um, And I want to come back to this is that, you know, your future self, what, what the cool thing that we discovered yesterday is that your future self is, is still making decisions, right? You might've been like sort of in a, in a momentary spin, but you were still moving forward. And when you said that about taking care of things, you actually made a future self decision to get new, um, new supplies for a home improvement project, right? Yes. Which probably, which lessened the amount that you could spend on that (laughs) amount of time you could spend on that project. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it even maybe added a little more to fear because you took away some of those behaviors that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, I love, I'm glad that you although, shared that. Although I will admit to a painting, to doing some painting today. <laughs> yeah. Which is all like good, right? It's, but it's well, when we it's notice. Degrees, it's gorgeous out. <laughs> yeah. It, it's all awesome. It's just when it keeps us from moving forward, doing the things yeah. that we want to do, right? You have a set of, uh, emails that you're really excited about that you want to get done. And yet it wasn't happening because of this fear spin. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So talk about how even in the midst of fear, because in the past when fear was running, nothing was happening. There was no future self. No. Yeah. Right? And well, I would come up with new projects. Um, I would think, oh, I need to rewrite my book or, <laughs> oh, I need to start a podcast or, <laughs> yeah, which, which is really good because I have no idea how to do a podcast. So I, I, I'll need to spend a month deciding how I want to do it and what software to use and all of that stuff. <laughs> so it gives a lot of time to stay in fear is what you're it, saying. It really does. Yeah. And so I would, I would find projects and I would bring them to you and you would yell at me. <laughs> No, you would not quite yell, but you'd be like, what are you doing? Let's go back to what you just, you know, what was working, what was, what was really dealing with what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for me to, to realize that. And I will say, um, I, I did think about a couple of things, but I actually didn't give them any credence. I realized that that was really what was beginning to make it dawn on me that was that something wasn't right and that I really needed to stick stick through that whole call yesterday and figure out what was going on and what was going wrong yeah yeah because oh so and I want to hear about because I know there's three or four future self like your future self was still leading the way in terms of decisions right maybe not the physical let's get the work done but in terms of decisions she was still present enough to lead the way right yeah she she realized that I did need to do a, a Facebook live and she made me realize things that had things had to get planned out and stop taking over um, huge amounts of time that this project that I, that I really want to get done, it's been hanging around for a couple of years. And, but, and that was kind of fun because it was even my husband who made the decision not to go into, um, it was actually, you know, we, we could reuse materials, save money, and it would take five times as long because we'd have to sand all the paint off of everything. Mm-hmm. So he was actually the one who said, let's just buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of, that was sort of a, a moment for me to say, 
oh, but it's going to cost so much more. And I didn't. And I let her say, that sounds like a really good idea. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So, and you, yeah, you also included him in a trip, right? Uh, yes. So um, I'm going to see my grandbaby if, whose third birthday is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And we had been, uh, because, because of the Mexico vacation being extended, his boss is not in the mood to give him time off. So in order for him to come up, it means that we have to fly at different times. We need to rent two cars and a couple other things. And I just simply said, no, this is what, this is, you know, we're not going to do this. I wanted him there. I wanted him to come. So I simply made it happen. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah. And it's always awesome to have him along on those trips. Um, He really, it's, it's his step grandbaby, but um, he adores him. And I love having his support up there, especially when I'm dealing with um, my (laughs) ex-husband. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, and how did it feel to realize, oh, like so much has the changed in terms of the evolution of fear, even if fear is still present, you're still doing more, being more of your future self in it. You're still doing other things. Yeah, I, I think that's huge for me is to realize that all of this is just more and more and more manifestation and more and more manif- uh, stepping into who she is mm-hmm. and who I'm, I am. And knowing that she, it's like stripping away Mm-hmm. The stuff that isn't her. Yeah. And stepping into being her full time. It's awesome. And, and, you know, I think it's becoming more, it's like, okay, there's probably going to be more fear. I know. Right? <laughs> the next time the check gets big, but now, you know, and now I, as your coach know too, it's like, oh, we kind of watch out for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there'll be another thing. Though I don't know whether it might be the next bigger check or it might be the first time I I step up out on a stage in front of five hundred people and and right. give this talk about what it is to be a menopausal woman. Yeah. So, what would you say is the key, um, if there is one, and it might just be the evolution of the process, to continuing to be your future self even when there's fear. I think it's just, I I mean, I don't think I was deliberately doing that. I think it's just that I am her more and more and more of the time. And she is me more and more and more of the time. So as I recognize that in daily living, it makes it easier the next time to step into that. The next time and the next time and the next time. So it's just... And you and I talked about it. I hadn't been scripting and it made it easier for her to, her to say, "Mm, you're not listening (laughs) (laughs) and let the fear take over. And had I been scripting, maybe it would have come up, maybe it would have resolved itself quicker, or maybe I would have recognized it quicker, but it was all just this, um, it's just this evolution of letting her be out in the world and 
making the decisions for me and working from that spot. Mm -hmm. And understanding that it is unknown. And so sometimes our brain does what it's supposed to do and it protects us because it doesn't know what, oh, I, we really know what it's like to be the woman who can, you know, maybe pay her bills in her business, but isn't writing herself a big check. We don't know what it's like to be the woman who does it for herself, who writes herself a big check from her business. Yeah. So even though that seems good, it's our brain's job. It's unknown to it's, yeah. make us, you know, spin a little bit. And it's just, once you recognize it, then you can, then it becomes just like making the decision to head down the mountain. Right. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're Uh, welcome. Yeah. (laughs) And I look forward to, you know, continuing to share your journey. If you are a woman who feels like their symptoms of menopause are driving them crazy and you just want to feel like yourself again, make sure to go to menopause.guru and connect with Jean as she can help you tame those symptoms, right? Yes. And what I, I want to say one thing about, about what I do and how I work and, some things I've heard from women lately, and I've talked to a number of entrepreneurial type women who they get to this, you know, they've, they've, they've stepped out of their old life and they've stepped into this new entrepreneurial world. And then they get to this point somewhere along there that's, that just their body doesn't feel right and their brain doesn't feel right and their emotions don't feel right. And I, I just want to say that a lot of that stuff are these changes that I talk about. So if if you don't understand how that's impacting you, I really, please get in touch with me or go, in, go to Amazon and get a copy of I Just Want to Be Me Again, or just reach out to somebody and find out if, if it could be the underlying physical changes that are driving you batty. Yes, I love it. Uh, so if you're an entrepreneurial woman who is somewhere on their menopause journey, and do you want to just clarify that for listeners? What's your menopause journey? The menopause journey is the, my term for what happens once, those cha- once your reproductive system starts to slow down all the way through until your periods stop, and then your body completes its adjustment to its new, its new state. And that could be a long time. It can be from the late 30s to the mid 60s, or it could be just a couple of years for some people. But it's a it it's a lot longer than we think it is. It is. So if there's an entrepreneur going, okay, I'm fit that age, but I don't know exactly what she's talking about. Give can you say like maybe the top five symptoms an entrepreneur might notice that are happening? She might notice that she just doesn't care what other people think anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge one is, is that we, as women, change from being other-centric to being self-centric. And that can be a good thing, but if you're finding that that's getting in your way, that's definitely a symptom. Um, there's, you could be feeling depression or, or anxiety to a much greater extent than you've ever felt it before. Um, I will say hot flashes are a huge problematic symptom for people, but it's not necessarily the first one you're going to feel. Um, and then there's just this whole conglomeration of my body doesn't, doesn't feel right anymore. You could be having 
changes in the in the foods that you react to or indigestion or heartburn or all of those kinds of things can all be symptoms of menopause and what was the one what's the last one that we were working on anger oh. <laughs> you could be angry yeah and anger is real common of and that goes along, sometimes it goes along with low libido if the person you're angry with is your significant other. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, I love it. So if you're an entrepreneur, you hit the entrepreneur journey, any of those symptoms, make sure to reach out to Jean at menopause.guru or go on Amazon and grab her book, I Just Want to Be Me Again. Thank you for being here, Jean, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.